Okay, I thank you uh, for joining. And uh, this year, as was the last three, should be a schus for Esther Basinder Rachel that she should continue to make something of herself and become closer to Hashem. Okay, so we are in chapter four of Olamataiva. And okay, we're discussing dealing with desires, particularly when it comes to uh, Shemir Sinaim, those type of, of challenges. Okay, so one of the things that could help us is simply remembering that as you know, enticing as something may look, and the Yitzhar is pulling at us, at the end of the day, um, it doesn't lead to, to good things. Often, immediately after, we just, you know, feel bad. Uh, I think it's Yusham, he compares the eight Sahara to Mar, sweet in the beginning and bitter at the end. So we have to keep in mind that, you know, as hard as it, as it is sometimes to control ourselves, it really just leads to unhappiness, leads to sadness. It really uh, hurts us. The Pasuk says, and this is really the, the first time, I believe, that somebody was taken by taiva, by desire, was Adam and Chava. Chava, the Pasuk says, Vatera isha ki taiva The woman saw that the tree was good to eat. And it was uh, desirable to the eyes. So this beautiful looking fruit, and Chava has a real desire a strong pull. Hashem gave her a test. She had a strong pull to, to eat the fruit, and it looks good. Taiva ate some It looks good to eat. And of course, uh, the rest is history. Eating this fruit uh, brought death, brought death into this world. So something could look good, and we could be drawn, pulled by something. Um, and nonetheless, uh, it's terrible for us. And we know it's terrible for us. And again, it's still, there's still a challenge somehow, even when we know it's not good for us. But certainly keeping that in mind, keeping the, the end of where it leads to us, leads us, um, is helpful. And, you know, I was speaking to somebody um, who has a challenge with Shmir uh, Sainayim, with a challenge with not looking what he shouldn't look at. And he's, you know, and he said he knows, you know, he said he knows it's not good for him. He knows what, what it's done for his life, how it's hurt, damaged, destroyed his life. And it's still hard, still hard for him. So that's just amazing power. The frightening power, the power of, of a person's desires that even when they know, even though when they know it's harmful for them, it's still very difficult. May not be exactly the same, but I, I think it's a good illustration. Like we find um, with like an alcoholic, right? A person um, knows really that they're destroying themselves by drinking, and imagine the person's clean for many months or many years, and they know how better, how much better life is without the alcohol, and yet they still can be drawn and still have the challenge not to drink, even though it's gonna even though they know intellectually where it's going to lead them. That's how powerful 
powerful our, our desires, our Yetzara is, even though when we know it's harmful for us, still it can be very hard to control ourselves. Um, it's helpful to keep this in mind, although again, still could be a challenge, but keeping in mind, this is you know how we're going to feel afterwards, uh, the path it's going to lead us to, the damage that it has, um, definitely, definitely could help. And what I told this, this person was, you know, that certainly the longer he's able to uh, break um, the attachment or addiction, the longer a person is able to you know, stay free, uh, the easier, generally speaking, it becomes for the person. The Gemara tells us, really, the Gemara tells us in Sukkah that there's a, 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 a person, the more he starves his eats, the more he starves his desires, then the more he's satisfied. The more he fills his desires, uh, the more he is, is hungry, the more the person wants more. So when a person is on a diet, a person's careful um, and stays away, withdraws from things that are, are, not, are not good, so it becomes easier over time for the person to, uh, to stay away. But the more a person feeds, feeds the desires, the harder it becomes. So even though in that same page, in Sukkah, the Gemara says, that someone who's greater than his friend is a greater Yetzara. That doesn't mean that a tzaddik, a greater person, has a constant Yetzara, a constant desire. Uh, someone who's a tzaddik, um, someone who's really withdrawn from things that are forbidden, so they don't have a constant pull. But what it means is that from time to time, they can come under heavy attack. From time to time, even the tzaddik, as the Gemara talks about over there in Sukkah, from time to time, even the tzaddik could come, on, could come under, tzaddik come under greater, great attack. And that attack is greater than a regular person's attack. The greater the person, the greater his yitzara. Why? Because in order for it to be a challenge, in order for the to be a big challenge, it has to be the test because he's a strong person. So you got to put someone in the in the in the in the in the ring. Got to put someone in the ring who's very strong. So once in a while, even the tzaddik can be challenged by this huge yitzara for something forbidden. But on a on a moment to moment, day to day basis, uh, the tzaddik because he's withdrawn, because he's withdrawn from his yitzara, because he's not used to filling his desires. So then we have the other Gemara in Sukkah that he'll be easier, easier. So just to summarize, the more we stay away and the more we get used to staying away, the less attached we are, the easier it is to, to, um, to protect, to, to, to control ourselves and to, to, we, we can stop having the same pull for things that we, we shouldn't be watching, shouldn't be doing. Um, however, from time to time, the person can get attacked. Even the tzaddik can get attacked with a very strong uh, yetzara, a strong, very pull. And those times, the person should has to gather their strength um, not to give in. Giving in, chas could, even though it started as a huge attack, but giving in could per- make the person much more susceptible, even with challenges that are less, less strong, because once again, the person becomes attached. The person puts down their, their defense, 
um, things become, become that much more difficult. You know, my Rebbe once, uh, it reminds me, although it's not exactly connected, my Rebbe once said there's a big difference between uh, somebody that never smoked, you know, and someone who smoked once. So, uh, but it's a similar idea that the person never smoked, he's, he's, he doesn't have the same, he doesn't have the pull. Once a person gave in, gave in um, the person has the pull. And certainly the more the person g- gives in, the stronger the pull becomes. And again, the longer the person stays away, even if they've, they've had a, made mistakes in the past, the longer the person stayed away, um, the pull becomes less, less over time. But certainly the beginnings are much more difficult. One of the things that we, we talk about a lot, um, I don't remember we spoke about last week, but the, the greatest trick of the Yitzhara is, is yish, is despair, is giving up hope. So in my opinion, if people wouldn't give up hope, you know, people would, would ultimately would overcome the Yitzhara, would overcome their challenges. But the greatest danger is giving up hope. After the person did something they shouldn't do, the Yitzhara says, you did such a terrible thing. You're in Russia. Forget about it. And the person gives up. And gives and despairs, despairs being able to overcome the Yitzhara. And maybe worse yet, the person falls apart in other areas of Avodah Hashem. What's my davening worth? What's my learning? I'm, I'm a bad person. And this is just an absolute lie of the Yitzhara. The Gemara says in Kedushin that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, that no matter what, you're always called the children of Hashem. Hashem always loves us. Hashem always values us. And there's no such thing as, oh, now, now it doesn't make a difference what we do. We're never off the hook. Sorry, we're never off the hook. No matter how big of a Russia the person is, person could have been killing, doing the worst of errors for 30 years. There's never a point where Hashem says, well, it doesn't make a difference what you do the next minute. Another of doesn't count. Another, another mitzvah doesn't count. A person, every, everything a person does counts, makes a big difference. And again, despite whatever mistakes we've made, Hashem still loves us, Hashem still cares about us, and we, it's still, every, every moment makes a big difference. So the muscle we use is, right, the President of the United States, right? The President could make a lot of mistakes and, and do some bad things for the country, but you, no one's going to say that he's no longer important, he's no longer the President, and it doesn't make a difference if he makes another mistake. You know, what's the difference if he makes another mistake? What's the difference if gas goes up another dollar, right? What's the difference if he makes another mistake? What's the difference if he, if he start, if gets involved with another war? You know, you can't, you can't, you can't say that, right? Every, every mistake is going to be um, impactful. So the same thing is with us. If we made mistakes, we made mistakes. But what another mistake is, 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 is still impactful. And, and it's just the eight Sahara to say, okay, doesn't make a difference anymore what we do. And also, HaKadosh Baruch Hu always loves us and loves our mitzvahs and loves our tefillos, loves our davening, loves our learning. And really, what should happen is the other way around. A person did something they shouldn't do. A person looked at something they shouldn't look at. So what should the person do? The person should pull out a tehillim and say some tehillim. The person should get up earlier the next day. And Davin, the person should want to give back. If I made a mistake, if I did something I shouldn't do, so then if I want to do tshuva, then I should try to give, give back and do good. Slacking off even more 
is, is like, I did something wrong, so now let me do another thing wrong, right? Like you, you insulted somebody, you hurt your friend, so now, oh, I feel so bad I hurt my friend, so now I'm going to hurt them even more. If we feel bad, we made a mistake, so we should use that and say, okay, now I want to do something good. I want to do a mitzvah. I want to go do something good. Doesn't cancel out whatever I did wrong, but it does put, does put, put something on my, on my scale of, of mitzvahs. So it's all, all the eights are, all the eights are that, that approach of, you know, I messed up. So now it doesn't make a difference what I do. It's, that's all nonsense and probably the worst trap that we could fall into um, with the eights are. One of my favorite Gemaras is the Gemara Menachos, and the Gemara says over there a story. And the Gemara says a story that there was a person that, was a very lustful individual, and he he got involved. You know, was every uh, every lady, every every person um, he could. And one time, he he heard about this woman in a faraway place, in a faraway island, and he traveled there. He spent a lot of money, and he was about to sin. And his tzitzis, his tzitzis, the strings hit him in the face, and. The strings hitting him in the face um, shook him up, and he he did shuva. He walked away. He walked away. And Chazal say that we see over here the great reward of the mitzvah of tzitzis because tzitzis protected this person, and tzitzis caused him to do shuva. So there's an obvious lesson from this Gemara that may be missed. Like we would say, like, what's this person doing wearing? wearing tzitzis. You're like, what type of faker are you? What type of hypocrite are you? You know, you're involved in, in a rias, a virus, and you're wearing tzitzis. You know, tzitzis represents, right? What's a parsha of tzitzis? Lesa suru. I didn't think about this before. What's a parsha of tzitzis? Lesa suru. Don't go after your eyes and after your heart. The whole parsha of tzitzis is what? That you shouldn't, shouldn't do a virus like this? You should be holy. So what's this person doing wearing tzitzis? So we would mock the person and say, like, what's the matter with you wearing tzitzis? And here Chazal tells us the opposite, that the tzitzis he was wearing ultimately saved him. And why did they save him? Because he didn't do what most of us do. He didn't say, well, I'm already such a bad person. I'm ready to this, so I'm not going to wear my tzitzis. He said, I don't know what he said, but let's assume he said that, okay, I have this big Yitzhara, and I'm really, really, really not in a good place. But the tzitzis I could wear. The tzitzis I get a mitzvah every second. At least I could wear tzitzis. And that is what saved it. And this is something that we have to think about for ourselves. That whatever situation and the chasasham, whatever struggles we're going through, we should never let go of whatever good that we're doing and say, well, I'm not, I can't daven. I can't, wear, can't do this. I can't do that because... I'm doing Avera. On the contract, we have to hold on to whatever the mitzvahs we're doing, whatever we can do, let us do. And eventually those mitzvahs, as I like to say, hanging on to the tzitzis, the mitzvahs that, we'll, that we are doing, will end up saving us and helping us overcome the rest of our, of our challenges. And as well, it's relevant to the way we look at someone else, somebody walking down the street uh, with a yarmulke, and maybe, maybe not keeping Shabbos or acting in other inappropriate way. So, you know, I'm not going to 
you know, I don't know, chilash and this, that, but just the look, the attitude where a person says, well, the person's wearing yarmulke and they're doing this, or the person's wearing tzitzis and they're doing that. I'm not sure if that is the right approach because here the Gemara tells us that the tzitzis of this person who was no good, who was doing all these things, those tzitzis saved him. So this, the, the, the person is wearing a yarmulke, at least he's wearing a yarmulke. The yarmulke may end up saving him. The tzitzis may end up saving him. And the same thing is for ourselves. You know, whatever good things that we do, we have to, uh, we have to hold on to. You know, I once heard a, a very wise Shalom Bayes advice that was given to, to women. And the advice was that no matter how upset you are, your husband, but always, but always make, always make supper. Don't, don't not make supper because you're, you're, because you're angry at him. Right, because that's just gonna right, just gonna build more of an argument, more of a fight. Okay, you make supper, make supper. Don't don't stop making supper tonight because you're very upset at him. And it's a similar thing. You're you're hanging on to you're you're making the supper. Okay, we're holding on to, holding on to that. Whatever mitzvahs we do, and whatever mitzvahs we can do, we should hold on to. And even if we're struggling in some areas that we're not doing what we should be doing, that's never a reason not to to stop doing the good things that we're doing. And on the contrary, like we mentioned before, we should want to add, if we're, if we're messing up on the negatives, then let's try to do at least, let's try to do some more positive. Let's try to dive in a little more, try to do more chesed, try to do something more good. Again, it doesn't take away the bad, but at least um, it raises the scale, the scale of good on the, uh, on the other side. At the end of the day, you know, Shavayipal Tzadik Vakam, a Tzadik falls seven times, and gets up, and and there's and there's no question that as long as we don't give up, it may take months, it may take years, um, but as long as we don't give up, Bezos um, Hashem, we will ultimately do tshuva. We'll ultimately get to where we we want to be. But chas um, as soon as a person a person gives up, and the person's that's it. So then uh, then um, then it's then it's really over. I mean, of course, a person can uh, snap out of that. But as long as the person's in a state of yish, state of despair, so they're really, um, they're really in a in a very bad situation. I don't want to, you know, we're up to a new chapter, which is uh, requires a uh, a lot. So I don't want to start it. Um, if anyone has any questions, we'll wait two minutes. If anyone has any questions, I have a question. Is it okay if I say it? Sure. It's a good, uh, it's this a good meeting question. is being recorded. It's a good question. I think that, I think if someone, I think when we're in a situation um, where chas v'shalom, someone is sick, you know, they should have a, they should have a full shalema. Um, if someone is sick and, or a different situation in our life, I, I you know, I think, um, I think we certainly need to daven that the person should be healed and, or, if we, we need a shidduch or a job, we should we should daven. On the other hand, I think there is there is there is what what you're saying is also true, that we are prepared, we are to prepare to accept. Um, we're prepared to accept. First of all, we have to accept the situation we're in. So if a person doesn't have a job, so they're diving for a job, but until they have a job, they're in a situation where they don't have a job. So I don't I don't think davening is a lack of of acceptance. You know, I'm accepting where I am. I believe, I could even believe that whatever, where I am is for the best. Um, 
But nonetheless, you know, Kodesh Baruch Hu asked, tells us we should daven for the for good, for what we think is good. You know, right? Why do we daven? Why do we daven for the job, for the shidduch? Everything Hashem does is for the best. That's a good question. But why do we daven for everything that we daven for? Whatever Hashem does is for the best. So, so we shouldn't daven. We should just accept. So, it's okay, you know, the, but it's complicated. But clearly, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to daven. That's Hashem made us, you know, the, we humans that the way we want things and see things, Hashem wants us to daven. Um, but on the other hand, um, we, we, we have to have both. We, whatever Hashem does is to the best. And we accept the situation that we're in and we're davening for change. But of course, we do understand that if chas shalom, things do not change and we don't get what we're hoping for, um, we will accept, we will, we will accept that too. So I don't, I don't know if it's a, um, I don't think it's a contradiction, although definitely it is a, is a balance to be able to, to have both where, you know, I'm accepting the present, but I'm still davening for a future that, that, that would look good, look better for me. Um, that's, that's what Akash Baruch wants us, to, wants us to do, I believe. Um, all right, have any other questions? So you're, is your relative Shabbat Let's see. Okay, on the topic of not giving up, what, if, what, if, what about if over a long period of time one sees they're moving in a downward direction? So if a person sees they're moving, you know, downward direction, as obviously, like you, like you said, hold on to whatever good that you're doing. Um, but then we got to try to figure out how we can, how can we move in a better direction? How can we move in a better direction? Um, what's causing us to go down? Or maybe what's not causing us to go up, right? I don't remember who said it, but someone said very wisely that this world is like a, is like an escalator um, going down. You know, you, if you have to be pushing upwards. If you don't push up, the escalator is gonna gonna take you down. So you have to figure out, you know, do I have anything in my life that's pushing me up? And what? And if I don't, what could I find that will give me chizuk, give me push going up? And as well, are there things in my life that are push pulling me down that maybe I can, you know, work on? I can whether it's environment, friends, this that, whether I could change things up to to help me. Get out of these. Uh, get get out of the push downwards. Um, but in the meantime, you know. So certainly, we're not saying that a person should not be pushing, pushing upwards. But in the meantime, you're you're right. Um, we should not give up from whatever good we're doing, and that that ultimately can save us as we're holding on tight to the you know we're holding on tight to the banister of the of the escalator. I'm holding on tight until I can find find something to help help me get up till I find the strength to get up. But once I let go and I, I'm all the way down, it's uh, that much harder to, to, to go back, to go back up. But uh, certainly we have to try to find ways, we want to find ways to get ourselves, you know, going in the right direction. Um, okay, so, okay, appreciate, appreciate joining the, the loyal uh, few, uh, few girls left. I appreciate it, keeping this share going. Um, if you're not here, there is no share, no pressure. Um, anyways, have a great night. We'll be in touch next week.